What's up, friends? Stephen Broughton Cortez here. You have made it into the Why the F Not podcast, episode 50. 50. Wow. Just say it again. 50. Episode 50. Today, uh, we have uh, another guest with us, a very special guest. All my guests are special, like I say. Uh, this is Stephanie Hostin, a uh, actor, model, director, writer, uh, Again, like we're finding out from all these people coming into the show, a very intrinsic person with a lot of layers. And today we had a, a very great conversation, both of us being uh, Salvi mixed people, you know, you're Salvadoran mixed with something else. Our experiences uh, with this experience, right? Being Salvadoran mixed, we're able to connect. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, get comfy, get cozy. Uh, and enjoy episode 50 of the Why the F Not podcast. Let's go. That moment when you thought, why the fuck not? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. we can talk about things you've worked on. But if anything, uh, start recording now. I, I want to know. Well, first off, we're recording now. We have Stephanie Hostin, like Boston. Woo, hello. Uh, the, uh, another friend, honestly. Like, I'm very lucky to have so <laughs> many friends who are so open to be on the show. And uh, another friend from CSUN. Yes, that's right. So we officially, ne we, but we never did a show together, correct? No, we didn't. I only did one show at CSUN. I did Spring Awakening. And that was a blast. That was so fun crazy <laughs> that, that oh, that's where we crossed paths because i was yeah. almost in that i was at the callbacks oh, for that oh, i got called okay. back for melchior i was one of the okay. the ones called back and i was like ah it's okay i'll be back man i wasn't even supposed to audition for i mean one of my friends as i was in the film department um one oh, of nice. my friends yeah he was like um you should audition and he was also in film and i was like yeah i don't know and then i was like okay maybe i'll do it and I went over into the theater building and I auditioned. And um, originally I got cast as one of, I think I got cast as like Taya or something, one of the smaller roles. Mm -hmm. uh, but then the person who got cast as Wenla like didn't want to do the role anymore. And so they auditioned out of us girls that were left there um, for the lead and I, well, lead female role. And I was like, this is crazy. Um, I guess that's a why the F not moment for me. I was like, should that's I That's really totally do this? a why the F not moment. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it was, oh my gosh, it was so fun to get to do that show. Oh my gosh. Um, I met so many amazing people and um, had so much fun with all the theater kids. Oh my God. I was like, I'm with my people. These are my people. When I graduated college, yeah. it was all the theater department like screaming for me and like a couple of people in film. Like theater people were definitely my friends for sure. Did you walk uh, with film? Because at CSUN, they all graduate together like theater, yeah. music and film. So you walked with film? I walked with film because that was my major, but like I knew where the theater section was because that's where all the screams came from. Um, yeah, I wish I got to sit with everybody in theater. That would have been amazing. Dude, are you, wait, <laughs> can I tell you a story? Yes, please. Homie, they got no rules that day. Oh, no. So I, I, was, not a, I was not a theater major at CSUN. I was a music major. Oh, so. Okay. Prior to like going to CSUN, I mean, not prior to going to CSUN to the theater department, I was a music major. So that's who I was supposed to graduate with. But I was just like you were most of my friends were like I had music theater, music uh, major friends. But most of my theater friends were most of my friends were in theater. 
So mm-hmm. I was talking to Matt Jackson. Shout out Matt Jackson. Love that hey. man. I was talking to him and I was like, hey, would it be a big deal if I walked with you in the theater department? And he's like, yeah, no big deal. And so I walked with the theater department. They said my name. I got the little holder for the diploma, Aww. walked down. But then the music department went and I was like, I'm going to walk again. Like, why not? Let's go. Like, I'm a music major. I, I love te- that. So I walked and then the person, the person giving out the diplomas who was the dean of the department, right? And the deans always change out in the music department. They switch out and whatever. And the dean that year was my academic advisor. So he saw me walk up. So when I got up to him, shout out Rick Alviso, like he shook my hand and goes, oh, you're up here again <laughs> with a <laughs> smile on his face. And I was like, what's up, Rick? I'm missing like, you, dude. taking full advantage of this. Just taking full advantage because, you know, you gotta. It's Why graduation not, day. That Why was a not? fun day. I Hell had yeah. such a blast on my graduation day. Now I'm really angry at myself for not just taking the chance to sit with the theater kids because I would have done it. They have no been. rules that day, honestly. No oh rules. Gosh. People are just like tossing their gowns in the garbage can and they're like, or the return can, whatever it was oh, called. That's right. They're just like, oh, I'm done. That's a rental, whatever. Yeah. Well, and then I remember. I think we did mimosas right before graduation. Oh, um, that was I don't think it was actually legal. I feel like we were hiding it or something. I don't know. It just felt very secretive. Um, I mean, I think yeah, drinking on just, campus is illegal, but hey, why not? Probably, dude? Have fun. It happens. Um, but it was years ago. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was really fun. It was a fantastic day. I had such a blast. Oh, man. Yeah, I was definitely more of a theater kid for so, sure. So CSUN was your first like, was that your first show in theater in general, or was that just your first theater show at CSUN? It was my first and only theater show at CSUN, but um, I i had been wanting to act since I was like seven or five, no, probably five, watching like Wizard of Oz, wanting to be Dorothy, and then um, eventually wanting to sing because of Selena, you know. Oh, queen. Cool girl. Not Gomez, Quintanilla, okay? Not Selena Gomez. Quintanilla, oh my gosh. Just for those listening, are like, oh my gosh, she's a Selena Gomez fan. No, no, no. If I say Selena by itself, that is like Selena Quintanilla. There is no. It's Selena's, dude, okay? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, But yeah, no, I got so inspired by her and wanted to become a singer. Um, And then once I got to like elementary school, middle school, I mean, my parents didn't know anything about like acting or like i mean my dad actually was a boxer and he had acted a little bit no way um yeah he'd acted a very little in some random shows um uh he had like co-star bits and he died in the episode <laughs> holy god i thought you said As he died i thought you were no, about to say he died in real life, real life. and i was like life. you said no. that nonchalantly. <laughs> like and he died um, that's, that's <laughs> in the show in the show <laughs> in the show in the show he died um, and yeah, he, um, so he had very little experience with acting, but that was the closest that, um, I got other than he grew up in, um, like Burbank area. So he also knew like a lot of celebrities, I guess, who grew up out here in LA, yeah. um, when he was younger, um, but he didn't really have access to all that stuff. So I didn't, when I wanted to, you know, become an actor and a singer, it was like, okay what programs do they have offering at school because that's the only way I'm going to do it. Naturally. And um, yeah, by the time I got to middle school, my middle school was like heavily focused on musical theater. So I had a blast. I did like Annie and 
um, The Wiz, and it was so fun. Um, oh, how rad. Yeah, it was great. And then went to high school, did more plays, Greece, and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, so by the time I got to season, I just kind of took a breather on acting. I was like, I want to understand what it's like to be on a movie set. And um, so I'm not freaked out when I get to go be on a movie set. I really right. wanted to understand uh, what, what happens there. And so I decided to um, apply to become part of the film program there. And that's what I did. And I just like my emphasis was editing and and uh, I got to direct my senior thesis film, which I wrote as a musical. Oh, um, right on. Congratulations. It's all full circle. And yeah, I I just I loved it. Um, and then after that, I went into more serious acting classes. I took Meisner and um, like random commercial acting classes. Um, and I took a class at um, Leslie Kahn. That's the most recent class that I've taken. And nice. that was really fun, too. Yeah. Right yeah. on. So yeah. your dad's from Burbank. Is your is are both your parents from from like the Valley area? No, <laughs> my dad is from Burbank, um, but he he grew up in like North Hollywood. He's been in the Valley his whole life. My mom is from El Salvador. No way! Um, Just like my is. mom. How cool! She's, she's from Usulutan. Usulutan. And, uh, I've probably been uh-huh. there, man. Size of Rhode Island, that country. I mean, yeah, it's really small. <laughs> you can drive across it in four hours. I know. I don't know why, because I haven't been since I was like seven. But like, um, when I, I remember when I went there and we drove from like San Salvador to Sulutan, I was like, this is taking forever. Like, why is it taking so long? <laughs> Granted, I've been to like further places where it's taken forever to get there, but El Salvador is so small. Um, anyway, but yeah, and it was beautiful. I loved El Salvador. And um, yeah, my mom came here when she was like 20, 20, 21, something like that. No way. Um, Wait, so your yeah. dad, what's, uh, so he was born and raised here? He was born and raised here, um, but he's um, a black Native American and European. So a huge, huge mix. Um, wow. And a, a lot of my dad's side of the family is like heavily influenced by like Southern black culture. And um, then you really met a cool. Salvadorian lady, just, she just, just becomes a Salvadorian it's, woman coming over and changes no his life. Man. Is he super tall? He's he's pretty tall. I mean, it's, my mom. Yeah, my mom's shorter than me. She's like five, three, five two. I want to say. Um, that's my dad. Rad. My dad's only six feet. He's not like terribly tall, but he is tall. Next to your mom, he's like five two. Like, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, like my I have videos of my mom like with this family. It's just amazing how blended the family has gotten, um, and it's it's nice to see that. Uh, I mean, yeah. how are we how are we not gonna avoid that like more and more no. in the future like you'd have to you'd have to put so much effort to not have yeah. a blended family like you're gonna fall in love with someone and like i don't know you have to do so much research on like what's your yeah. what's your mix are you like the, what the sense of like I what know. like what race are you it's like i'm mixed dude honestly at this point yeah 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 oh yeah for sure there's just no i mean that's too much effort it's hard <laughs> to find someone let alone like <laughs> Let me check your twenty three and me. Like yeah. no, what's your back? Too much. Too much. Too much. So what, yeah, what? So what was your mom's like? What What was your mom's reaction? Not reaction, but what What was her response to like having this daughter who like was so performative? Like I speaking for myself, my mom like she's an she immigrated here too. She had I don't know how she felt, but like how was your mom with the whole like my daughter's a performer? 
Because, like, I don't know if, like, yeah. she ever thought of doing that back in El Salvador. Like, I don't know how many people oh, no. think about that, you know? <laughs> no, her thought process was, there is a civil war happening. I need to leave. <laughs> um, but, no, she she very much has always had, a, like, a survivor instinct in her, I think. Mm. Um, and so she was very much in survivor mode for most of her life, I'd say, until, like, literally maybe within the last three years. Mm. Um, and so... When she found out that I wanted to be an actor, I think when I was little and I could like dance and sing and like it was cute. And yeah. then the further, the older I got, it was like, oh, you actually are serious. Like you want to do this. This isn't just like, like a fun little exactly. activity. Like you actually want to do this. I think she got really freaked out. I think even even like fifth grade, I think she could tell like I was really committed to I wanted to do this. Um, and she was like, hmm. You sure you don't want to be like a lawyer or a teacher, or a doctor? I was like, no, like that's not my that's, path. That's, that's not my, my mom thing. would throw at me. It's like, can you do oh, yeah. something that makes money, please? Exactly. Like an actor. Like I don't know if you'll do it, honey. I love you, boo. I love you, exactly. but like, exactly, exactly. Exactly. So she's <laughs> she's hilarious. I mean, she. Granted, when the time came for me to like, I had to even to get into my middle school, I think I had to audition for the program. Mm, So she took me to my audition. She took me to like Sam French when Sam French bookstore existed here. Classic. Um, Like to get my monologue book and like help me um, do all that stuff. But she she definitely, I think, really wanted me to do something else. Eventually, I'd say... Oh, maybe like six years ago, I want to say. Yeah. She's finally come around to like, oh, she's like, she's just going to keep doing this no matter what I tell her. Like, she's just going to keep doing it. Um, But even now, because she knows like this job is so um, up and down, like Mm. I just finished um, a project that I don't know if I can talk about, but we've been, we were filming for seven months. Like it was a long thing and it was my first big job um recurring guest star and it's been a dream come true like i'm still in shock but even now my, i was like uh, we just wrapped i wrapped my official wrap day was two weeks ago and she's like stephanie are you okay like do you need money because like you know i'm like mom i'm good i'm you good you don't even know what i just you did know? mom like, <laughs> like you don't understand <laughs> And she's still like, it's it's a really heavy drama too. She's like, so, but it's gonna be a little funny, right? I'm like, no, no, no. like it's not, it's not. I'm gonna break your but, heart, mom. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's gonna really break her. I'm heart. a really she's good actor, be- mom. You don't understand. <laughs> it's really sad, um, but yeah, she just she doesn't fully understand how the in what the ins and outs of this are, but she's excited about the journey now that it's like picked up, and I've gotten to do commercials and. Um, gotten to do like random YouTube series for kids, which is hilarious. <laughs> Are you talking about? I searched up on your on your Instagram. Were those the? Was it the, the Star Pops? What was it? <laughs> Super Pops. Super, Super Pops, Pops yeah. dude! You look so rad in that. I checked out Thank the trailer. You. Thank you. It was such a fun show to shoot. I met so many great women, especially who were like writing everything and we would shoot everything like you, I wouldn't get the script before. Like it would be like, 
okay, here's your line. Say your one line, and then we're gonna. And we have no idea what the context is. <laughs> like the whole thing. Not until it's edited and, and all put together. Edited and put together. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, it's it's for kids. It's just supposed to be fun and high energy and crazy. And it was. It was a lot of fun. And we got to sing on it. We got to dance. Um, and I have so many fans from all over the world now because of it. They're so sweet and they're, they're like they keep up with me like on my stuff they're so great i love them so much and and they check it they always are asking me like two for advice i'm like i don't know if i should be giving you advice on like your life guys but they it's kind of like a big sister kind of thing i think yeah. for them so it's it's very sweet. And I mean, how many times have we watched? I don't know if like, please tell me if you've ever felt this as a child. You're watching your favorite show, whatever it is, and like you, you like connect with these characters. You you like get advice from just the episodes. You're like, well, if they can get through it, I can get through it. You know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think. Oh, that's a little dark. <laughs> no, what? Tell me. No, no. Go ahead. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I think. Well, I think there's there's two sides to this for me. I think for me as a kid, I really did. I connected to like Boy Meets World and Mm. like, um, what else? I don't know, like maybe Seventh Heaven or something. Do you can stick? We don't want to talk about Seventh Heaven because of that dad, but we can talk about Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World was freaking amazing. And I really connected to Mm. all of that. Um, But then I also really connected to shows like. I don't know, like Maury, where families were talking about stuff that was really intense. And I, and I like, as a kid, was like, wow, like the stuff I'm going through isn't like a weird thing, like that nobody else goes through. Like these are things that other people go through, even though I know it's super dramatized. But as a kid, like, you know, you you're watching it. this stuff. Exactly. You believe yeah. it. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I connected with so many things like that. And, and <laughs> as dark as that is, but like, Oh man, no, um, but, not at all. You know, I grew up in a mixed home, like Latin mom dealing with a lot of like generational trauma, you know, like Dude, and I'm not scared intense. to go into that. Like I know about that. Again. That's a thing. That's a thing. Like do you that's find yourself do you find yourself as ready as this do you like find yourself with this new title in your life uh at all? Cycle breaker? Yes. Oh my gosh, yes, constantly. Mm-hmm. Constantly. I'm still like, I'm, and I think I've only just begun to realize it maybe within the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, like, just, I have to find my own happiness and my own peace. And because I think a lot of my life, I was really focused on taking care of everyone around me because that's what I was shown uh-huh. um, and not taking care of myself at all. Um, and then, I mean, my mom would tell me, you know, you have to take care of yourself. You have to do something for yourself every day, she'd say. Mm-hmm. Granted, um, if that means hurting her, like, or if that means, like, doing something that she doesn't necessarily agree with, I think in the beginning that was, like, a difficult thing for her to understand. Um, and then the more that I realized, oh, I can just do stuff. Like, I'm an adult. I can do whatever I need to do to take care of myself. I mean, I don't want to hurt anybody, but, like, yeah. I can take care of myself and... Um, like I remember when I, I was going to move out of my family home, I didn't tell my mom like that. <gasps> I found an apartment until like two weeks before. No way. Cause I wanted to like, make sure that it was like going to go through for sure. Yeah. And, but I also knew like, if I told my mom too soon, it's like, she wants to hold on to her little girl, you know, like she wants I, to. I wonder if it's, it's just fear. Like she's just scared because I don't know what it your is. mom yeah. went through, you know, like how old yeah. was she when she came here? 
She came here when she was 21. Like, and she... That's a whole life that she lived already. Yeah. And then she makes that huge transition. Like, who knows yeah. what she experienced back in the Salvador? She, oh, my gosh. She told me stories about people chasing her with a machete. I was like, Mom, like, there's a... so, so many things that I'm like, is that real? Like, sometimes mm. she'll tell me the story and I'm like, no, there's no way that's real. But it is. She's experienced so much. You ever watch the movie Voces Inocentes? No, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, I gotta watch that one, dude. It's oh, that's a talk about watching hard times. But like, long story short, quick synopsis: You're following this one kid. He's like ten years old, and uh, at that time during the Civil War, the army would literally come into schools and take boys who reached a certain age. And this age was like 11, 12. I forgot exactly, but they were young. And so they would literally come to these schools one by one, call these boys and they'd line up and then they take them. And the stories about these boys trying to, uh, no one's talking to you, Bixby. Sorry. That's the one thing I hate about Samsung is Bixby. She's so annoying. (laughs) But, uh, but honestly, like, I don't know if like you want to watch that. Oh, yourself with friends or like i don't even know with your mom like i don't know oh, how God. your mom is but my mom <laughs> when she watches something that makes her cry like you she doesn't sob you just hear in the darkness of the theater yeah <laughs> just like the little sniffles and just wiping tears away like not even openly weeping it's like mom just cry just i know <laughs> just let it out just let it out it'll be it'll feel good uh, well it won't feel good in the moment but you know eventually it'll, it'll feel, feel good. so <laughs> much better like oh, yes like. just let it out let it out yeah no i don't know i don't know if my mom's gonna be down to watch that she a little too she real only, for a triggering man she only watches like comedies and like adventure movies those are her favorite things to watch uh. Um, and Adam Sandler. She loves Adam Sandler. <laughs> which is hilarious to me. She's like, let's watch an Adam Sandler movie. I'm like, okay, mom. That makes <laughs> sense. That makes so yeah. much sense, though. Yeah. She wants oh, joy sure. in her life. That's Yeah, she does. N- nothing and she wrong. finally, she's yeah. having like a great time right now. She's living her best life. Like, mm. I've never seen my mom as happy as I've seen her recently. Like, she's just doing things for her own. I. I like um, gave her a, a laptop just so she could have it for herself. And normally she like doesn't use computers. So she was like, I don't know what to do with this. And I was like, you know, watch YouTube or something, you know, like watch movies. And she found like Zumba videos. She's been doing <laughs> kind of Zumba. She's like almost ready to cry. It's very sweet. Like every time she's like, thank you so much for giving me the computer so I can do my Zumba. Like she's so happy with her Zumba dances and like. Dude. especially because she can do it at home like she doesn't have yeah. to get ready to go anywhere and she just loves she loves Zumba. It's, it's hilarious dude i swear I you made her. you made the inner child and in her so happy with that oh yeah like i don't even she didn't know that she was gonna love it so much and i'm happy she does um Damn. she deserves it she oh. deserves it so <laughs> other than performing what do you do for yourself stephanie like you know in your oh. life like where do you find like your like, cause I, I know like, like Shrek says, you know, we're all onions, right? We have layers yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. So other than, cause like, I know you're, you're, you're an actor. Yes. You sing. Yeah. Yes. But like you direct also, is that yeah. correct? Like, yes, I do. I mean, I haven't directed in a minute, um, but I, I need to write again. I haven't written in a while. And um, I think a lot of that's been because I got so focused on acting because mm. I realized I needed to put all my energy into one thing in order to get somewhere. 
at least for now, and then hopefully transition as I um, continue to grow. Um, but um, recently, I, I've been doing a lot of hiking. I've been doing a lot of like, um, I think I'm doing a lot of like soul searching kind of activities. Mm. I don't, um, a lot of like individual time. Like, Alone time. Yeah, like nice. roller skating. Well, trying roller skate. <laughs> um, and like, um, I normally go surfing, try to surf every year during the summer. Um, I say try because I'm really bad at it, but it's super humbling. And like, I almost feel like um, I, did, I did do boxing for like a couple of years. Nice. That was really fun. Then COVID hit, and uh, that's a whole story. But like, um, but uh, but yeah, no, I, I loved boxing. When I go surfing, I feel like I'm like getting into a fight with the ocean. Like, mm, it's really, I love it. Hell yeah, um, it's, it's pushing you it's back. Like, it's tossing you exactly. off the board. Oh yeah, and like it's literally pushing the board at me to attack me. Like it's mm. um, it's kind of vicious, but it's also great. Like because as soon as you are you've fallen off you know that you can get back on the board and you just go back and you look for another wave. And I think when I wasn't doing, um, when I wasn't getting as many auditions, uh, I think it was so, I don't know, it just felt like such a good reminder that like another wave would come, like something Mm. else will come eventually, but I have to be patient. And, um, and with, I mean, with surfing, there are always waves. Like there's always a wave. Granted, I am not all the way in the deep end. Some people are like, actual surfers and there's me in the white water like trying to figure out my life hell yeah um, but um yeah no i love it so much and yeah a lot of hiking um <laughs> recently i think um being on this show for the last seven months was like i realized i didn't know that i was gonna have such an adrenaline high when i was on set because the things that my character was going through were so like, um, the stakes were just so high Mm -hmm. and, um, it was like constant life and death scenarios. And then on top of that, it's like my first job. Oh, talk about adrenaline. On top of that, it's like with actors who I love and admire and who are talented, but also super nice and supportive. And so I'd have these spurts where, like, yeah, I'm shooting for a few days at a time, and then I wouldn't be needed for, like, a month or, like, two weeks or something. Uh, and so I'd, I'd have to find things in my own time that would make me happy. And um, a lot of that involved, honestly, like, going out with friends when I could because, like, COVID. <laughs> that was also a fear, like, because um, if I got COVID, they could write me out of a scene. Yeah. Did happen to one of my co-stars, which is really oh, sad. that's heartbreaking. Um, but um, yeah, I was like, okay, well, I need to find things for myself to do, and so I'd go to the beach and just hang out on my own, or um, hang out with friends when I had like a good long break, and we just got like to lunch or dinner or something, and um, we're going out for drinks, and it was nice. It was really good. It was really good. Um, but I did realize like. <laughs> I need to have somewhat of an adrenaline high in my own personal life uh, okay. Um, in order to manage the crazy ups and downs that were, I think, happening throughout the whole season. And now that I've wrapped, I'm continuing that path. I'm definitely <laughs> hanging out with a lot of friends and um, our wrap party is this Thursday. So I don't know. It's such a, there's, I think I have anxiety. So like dealing mm-hmm. with, 
all of that and the show has been a roller coaster. <laughs> it's mm. definitely been a roller coaster, but it's been um, like you pulling every tool out that I could possibly take out to deal with all of this um, and not let on that I'm like losing my mind on set. <laughs> like it's so excited to be there, but also like, I think um, example, one day we were shooting and we had, um, we just heard about the Uvalde shooting mm. and it's like, well, like, I'm just here acting. Like, this is, what am I doing here? Yeah. And um, and it was tough. I think it was tough for a lot of people to focus that day. I think in the next day, really the rest of that week, it was so hard for everybody to, like, Function. focus, try to do anything. Yeah. Um, and then also nobody wants to talk about it. Because the minute you start talking about it, you're like, you've gone down a, you know, a rabbit hole. But... There were a few people that I did talk to about it because I was like, I can't just keep this inside myself for yeah. this long. Um, and and listening to music, oh my god, I've been listening to music like crazy. Who like, top top three? Who are you listening to right now? Top three. right now. Um, Beatles have been making me happy. Uh, I will say same. the Beatles have just been comforting me right now. What what songs? Um, I'm a huge Beatle fan. You're in good company here. What what's what's giving you I life think, right now? Honestly, Oblady, Oblada has been uh, like life goes my on. theme song, my theme song right now. Um, I've also been listening to like a bunch of like club music that's like not, <laughs> it's like not appropriate to listen anywhere, but I'm just having fun. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's been, that, that's that been good stuff. I've, I was listening to Summer Walker earlier today and she's great. Summer um, Walker, never her. heard of them. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fantastic. And then, like, the nostalgic songs of, like, high school, like, Panic at the Disco, and, like, um, who else? I've, just, I've been listening to some random 90s songs, like... All that pop-punk um, stuff, though, you ever watch... Okay, don't judge me here, okay? I don't know. I, I'm, 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 I am confiding in you, okay? I'm okay, opening up to you. But with the pop, okay. with the, I got you. I got you. With pop-punk, mm -hmm. you ever watch a show called One Tree Hill? I didn't watch it, but I was just considering watching it. You I was, should. You totally Max, should. It? It's on HBO I, Max. I was literally, I saw something and I was like, I watched this show. I need to watch this Ooh. show. Like, Get oh into the drama. I'm Honest, so it's, excited. It's, it is written so well. And like, I'm, I'm watching it with my girlfriend, Stephanie, and we're just picking it apart, right? We're just like screaming at certain pie moments, low moments. Like, but what I'm loving is that, so I don't know who is who edits the show, but they have an eye. They, their transitions are always so particular. Like if someone's reading a book and they're transitioning to a new scene, there is a book in the next shot to get you I, to that scene. Yep, I that always makes me laugh when I see those kind of transitions. But they are really smart. I'm like, this has got to be written in. There's just no way that they just randomly have these shots. Like no, it's, gotta it's be on purpose. Script. Yeah, for but, sure. Oh, but I highly recommend One Tree Hill. The music I'm very alone. I'm so excited for that. Like I the and the interactive like watching you and Stephanie that sounds hilarious. Uh, and that is who I am. I I will watch a show and I get so invested. Like Oh yeah. If an embarrassing moment is about to happen on a show, I literally have to pause. I have to pause the show. Yeah. I have to walk away. I have to take a deep <laughs> breath. Remind myself it's not real. And then I have to come back and finish. But like, 
I get so invested, so, so invested. I mean, I love TV. I love good shows that just make you feel. Ugh, Dude, Stranger Things had me crying my eyes out. I haven't finished it yet. I just uh, finished the first part. I'm not saying anything. But like, now. it's so already the first. And then Sadie Sink. Why didn't she get an Emmy nom, man? What is wrong? Like, she's so good. So she's good. So good. I was watching her just like in awe. I was like, look at this kid, like just killing it, man. She's mm-hmm. killing it. I was so happy for her. But um, I gotta love. I just love Stranger Things. It's such a great show. God, it's so what, good. What's like your top? Because like, would you say you're? Because like, you're obviously. I can tell you're both a fan of film and TV. But yeah. do you, do you have a preference of like when it comes to being a uh, an audience member? Do you prefer TV or film? Oof, that's tough. Um. I think I generally prefer TV right now because mm-hmm. I kind of want something that's going to like keep me hooked for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess because I don't like when a movie ends and then it's like, what oh, next? that's it. Like, I'm sad again. <laughs> like, <laughs> Great. Now I can't like leave my life anymore. That's fantastic. Um, no, it's yeah, I, I think it really is. Um, I just love. I, and then it's like character development and a TV show. You just get so much more time. Um, and I mean, I have probably a bad habit, honestly, of like, I'll have a meal and watch some of a TV show. And so if I can, if it's like, I can just keep watching the TV show for so long versus like, oh, great. I have to find a new movie. Like, hopefully I like the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Cause sometimes you start a movie and you're like, oh, this is not it. Like, Mm -hmm. this is not, this is not the thing. I'm not going to enjoy this. But, um, yeah, I just, yeah, I love TV. There's a lot of great TV out there right now. I'm trying to think of, like, what um, I've watched recently. I really want to watch Hacks. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, on HBO? Yes. Oh, I just watched it. It's really good. Oh, my God. It's so good. And talk about a difference perspective. Like, because I'm a big fan of stand-up, like, uh, stand-up comedy. I'm a big fan. And whenever you see stories, like, movie or TV about stand-up, it's always a guy. A guy, a guy, a guy, a guy. And we forget about all the great female stand-ups of history who, like, paved the fucking way. You know what I mean? And so this show definitely, like, is a great homage to that. And not just to the past of female comedy, but I think maybe even to, like, the present of female uh, comedy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I got to watch that show. I mean, I mean, of course, I watch Stranger Things. I'm, like, trying to think. I've been watching a lot of, like, I watched some CW shows. I'll, I'll admit it. I watched the CW shows, and it was nice to veg out, too, and, like, just not think about life. No shame, um, man. But it's all good. No, I, yeah, I was watching All American for a while. No that way. Really yeah, it was I'm a really a- like fun, silly show. I'm, what? I'm actually going to have a guest who I think he was in the, this last season of All American. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, that's he's, awesome. a, that's he's, awesome. a, he's a friend who was, uh, we worked together at this spot in Hollywood and he's a, he's an actor as well. And, yeah, I got him to come on. It's so funny you bring in All-America, dude. Yeah, hey. I mean, that's where my life is right now. Everything is very synchronistic. Like, it feels that way, This is way, not huh? the first time. This is like, I mean, two weeks ago, I had some random audition 
Um, and I saw someone who was like in the same show as the person who was executive producing the show I was auditioning for. Jeez. And then my friend is acting in a movie with somebody else who was on the show with that person. I was like, this is, I love my life. Like, this is fantastic that that happens. It's just like constant reminders that your life is like on the right path. And, um, so, Hey, all American man, I'm just like the Dude. preview for that. Like, that's what that was. That it was, was just all... the preview about Right yeah. now, I'm going to have to ask for a timeout for a bathroom break, but just a yes, quick timeout. We'll be right go back. Ahead. It's going to be seen just like that. It's like magic. It's like I never left. Nice. Nice. It's exactly. You didn't. You didn't leave. What happened? Like, I didn't go anywhere. Was, I just stayed here. It was a here. fake bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Milo was choking on something, actually. No, he's not. I'm just kidding. Milo's oh. safe. My baby boy oh, is okay. safe. I'm totally kidding. Okay. No, that is not okay, a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate how joke. real you took that, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm yes ending here, you know, like. Oh, oh look at you. Dang. You're like, <laughs> you got like, you got your skill fine, like a laser. You're like, yes. I got this, yes. Steven. Yes, you know, I'm ready. I'm time ready out. To play just because I'm observant and I love puppies. Who's that dog yes. behind you? That dog is my little girl, Dream. She's not little. She's big. That's a big <laughs> baby. That's a big, beautiful baby. Five pounds. Um, um, she's very heavy. I know because I've carried her from the park. Um, it's very tough. Um, You've she carried like broke her? her. She broke her nail. No. I felt so bad for <laughs> her. She was about to have a great time too, like playing with some puppies. And I realized she was really angry at everybody. And I was like, why is she so feisty right now? And then I realized she like broke off a chunk of her nail. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's go. Like, I'll just, we'll carry you back to the apartment a couple of I'd be angry too. Here. Like, yeah, she was very angry, but um, she's a, she's good now. She she actually she had her walk at the park this morning. She's very happy chasing all the squirrels. Oh, um, oh she's dreaming. She's thinking of those squirrels. Oh dude. yeah, she is. She's dreaming because I said squirrel man. She me. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. Exactly. Um, dude, I love yeah, dogs. She's fantastic. I love her too. I love I love all dogs, and she's uh she was a rescue. She's six. She's got a a bad leg because the people who had her before, had her in like a dog fighting situation. Uh, they also like threw her out of a second story window. And, what? Uh, uh, they yeah. threw her out? Yeah. I mean, either threw her out or she fell out. But either way, they did not take care of her. So she's got like one leg that's really twisted. Um, well, she looks she happy. Gets, thank you. Yeah. She gets by okay. Her vet said, as long as she doesn't get too chunky, she's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, okay, cool. So I take her on her walks and stuff. And she's great. I just, I got her trained last year, actually, like actually invested mm. in training. Cause it was, she needed help, man. Like she'd been living in, um, more independent style homes before where she had like her own space. Yeah. Then I moved into this apartment and it was like, oh, she needs to be able to get along with people, with other mm. dogs and be chill in an elevator and she's come such a long way. I'm so proud of her. Oh, yeah. congratulations. That's not, Thank that's you. definitely a, that must've been a journey. I can't, yes. I can imagine. Oh God, me and my anxiety and her and her anxiety. It's like, like, we're done. like, that's it. like do you ever, hilarious. <laughs> do you ever give her like, uh, like any like calming well, shoes or anything? You know, for the first time this year, I was like, I'm going to get um, her something for the fireworks for the 4th of July. I was like, I'm going to try something because I just, I hadn't done it before. Most of the time I just stay with her and we just kind of fight it out through the night. Aww. Of course, of course, this time 
the next day I had to shoot all day. Like, oh, no. and it was going to be an early call time and they were giving fireworks all night that night. I was like, Oh God. Okay. Well we need this calming stuff. So I ordered, it's called rescue remedy on Amazon and it's supposed to just be like a natural remedy, but I don't know what happened. I feel like that stuff made her more alert with all the fireworks mm. and all the sounds because she was going crazy. I could not. Oh, God. So I got to find something else. I don't know. Do well, you have any recommendations? Well, I, well, I was going to ask, what was the active ingredient in what you gave her? I don't remember what it was. There's no CBD in it, which next time I probably will get some. I was, was going to say, it. highly like. recommend hemp treats. I give Milo hemp. They're like, it's made out of hemp. And then, yeah, anything with CBD, like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, next time, Lord knows. And I got to, like, test run all these stuff, all this stuff before the, like, before the next 4th of July comes around. It's got to happen for sure. Of course. Um, of course. Yeah. Thank you for that, though. I wrote that down. I'm definitely oh, heck yeah. Down. No worries. I know. I take my recommendation seriously. <laughs> <laughs> not a sponsor. This is not a sponsorship. This is not a sponsor. No, no, no. Not but, yet. But if any doggy <laughs> ham treats want to sponsor me, Milo would be so appreciative. You know Aww. what I mean? Mm-hmm. What Yo, does he need them for? Uh, well, okay. So he doesn't need them for the 4th of July because uh, okay, he's good. deaf. Oh, okay. He's hard. Of, okay. I, we don't know officially if he's completely deaf, but he's for sure hard of oh. hearing. He, like during fireworks, nothing. Not a flinch. He does. Wow. He's sleeping. The only ones that will wake him up are the real big ones that shake the apartment yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then he's like, "What is mm-hmm. that?" But mm-hmm. if something falls, if like if fireworks in the distance, he doesn't react. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So but also, you know, he doesn't get to hear other things. So that's. Yeah, I I thought the same thing, but then a, someone, another dog owner here in my building, was like, "Yeah, you could feel bad for him, but he doesn't know the difference. You know, he's just a happy oh, little puppy." That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess it's kind of how Dream is, except for, like, when her leg was healing badly. Um, I mean, she doesn't fully – she doesn't care that her leg is twisted. Like, she still – she still used to try to kick other dogs' asses. Like, (laughs) she used to try. Um, Like, and she tries to be strong and, like, protect herself. Um, Yeah, she doesn't – has no clue. No clue at all. Um, oh, it's like the absence oh, of life. ego with dogs. Dogs just have no yeah. ego. Yeah, yeah, they don't. They're just, they just are. And they teach you so much. Oh my gosh, they teach you so much. What is your little just, one taught you? I mean, just in like dealing with the anxiety of like training her, yeah. I really thought I was going to get kicked out of my apartment. I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. And eventually <sighs> yeah. I found a trainer um, and they were fantastic. They were helping me figure out how to deal with her. What are kind of like the coping. They're like a therapist for my dog, actually, nice. in a way, because it's like finding what are the what are the ways that you can get your dog's attention when they're like hyper reactive mm. um, around other dogs and animals and people. And um, I think just finding my peace, no matter what she's going through was a huge thing for me. Like, Ooh. cause that's a thing for me with people too. If, I, if everyone around me is like panicking, it's really hard for me to not panic with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of grab onto whatever energy is there. Um, very empathetic of me, I guess, but like, I was about to <laughs> call you out. I was like, you're an empath. Aren't yeah. you? Yeah, you are. He's an empath. Um, we yes. see each other. I see you. I recognize another one. Like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and you have to like figure out how do you create your bubble? Like, how mm. do I, 
keep my space um, cleansed, I guess, my energy mm-hmm. and acknowledge when other people, because sometimes it, it um, I mean, I, my family, a lot of people dealt with a lot of mental health issues growing up. So it was like, I would just, everything that they felt, it would just seep into who I was. And I wouldn't know why I was so upset that day, but I just knew I was upset. And I was like, what is wrong? And then eventually I realized I was like, I'm like, literally their energy is like seeping into me and I'm letting it happen. Um, So I think even just going on walks with dream, I really had to, it was almost meditative where I had to focus on like, okay, I am not who she is. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have to let what, how she's reacting affect me Mm -hmm. and um, just stay calm, stay in the moment. And now it's so much easier. My gosh, like, even if she starts to have like a little bit of a reactive moment, I can immediately, I know what to look for. I pull her away and we're good. Like nothing yeah. bad has happened. And, um, yeah, I mean, and she's taught me, obviously there's like so much responsibility that comes with having a dog, having any animal. Um, and just understanding you have to take care of yourself, take care of dog. I don't, there's something about that that's very, it's very adulting. Like, I don't yeah. know how to describe it. It just is. It's just very like, you're responsible for this other being. And if you don't feed them, you don't walk them, like they're going to, you know, you have to take them to the vet. But it's also like, you have to do those things for yourself too. Like, mm-hmm. Don't forget. It's all the self-care. So, um, yeah, for sure. Those are the little lessons she's taught me. Yeah, I definitely. I've, I've read something where it talks about like the things dogs teach us about life and about ourselves, right? Like, yeah, like take yeah. yourself out for a walk. Be yeah. happy when you see someone, even if yeah. they just left for 10 minutes. Be happy when you see them again. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, to, I think to be present. That is a big mm-hmm. thing that I think dogs teach you, especially. Um, she is so present about everything. Um, she'll forget what happened five minutes ago. Like, I'm trying to think. Oh, and like, um, just to be excited about, like, I think we're both on the same page with that. Where we're both very excited about food and like, (laughs) favorite thing is whipped cream. My favorite thing. I love whipped cream. It's fantastic. Um, and even though she should not be having whipped cream, but here I am. Giving her a little dollop. Giving her some whipped cream. Oh my gosh. If she hears like the shaking of a whipped cream can, it's like hilarious to watch. I'm surprised she hasn't woken up from just hearing. I know, just hearing the phrase. I know. No, she's dreaming some good dreams over there right now. But um, yeah, it's uh, she's just constantly teaching me little things here and there, and um, and to just enjoy being outside too, in general. Like, I don't think I would have been outside half as much. Probably like. Yeah, I would. I'd be out outside like twenty five percent of the time that I if if I didn't have her. Yeah. Because um, she, yeah, I have to go outside with her, but then it just inspires me. Oh, I want to go on a walk by myself. Like, mm. I don't need to. I don't need to have you. Like, yeah, why not? I can just go out by myself, and that's been one of my like, um, I think meditative kind of like me time activities is like walking and and long walks, like like eight mile walks, like just wow. walking around and just seeing people and and um i love it because it's like i feel like i'm working out but also like i don't feel like i'm working out i feel like i'm just enjoying life and um and listening to music while walking it's so good it just feels so therapeutic i don't know it's fantastic no heck yeah it's definitely therapeutic yeah Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, so many people are really afraid to be by themselves, but it's, it's, yeah. it's critical. Yeah. I think. I you think, need to be right. You need to be alone yeah. sometimes. Yeah. You got to like, um, give yourself time, I think, to figure out what you need. Cause if you're constantly, you know, with other people or surrounded by, I don't know, the noise of your life, whatever that is, um, you can get caught up. You get caught up in some weird situations that you're like, okay, I didn't, how, how did I get here? Like what, when did this happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, uh, I mean, that's a whole other thing that this show has taught me. Like I need to enjoy being by myself. It's like, mm-hmm. um, because I think at times too, acting can be kind of lonely. I mean, you're, you're shooting yourself tapes on your own. You're, um, uh, working even on set like you know they'll send you back to your trailer for five hours and what do you do for five hours by yourself <laughs> like you better be ready like have something to do uh-huh. um because let me tell you taking a nap in a trailer is really uncomfortable like, um <laughs> it's not uncomfortable because the trailer is uncomfortable it's literally just because at least for me i'm constantly thinking they're gonna come and knock at my door so yeah. i'll hear like phantom knocks like <laughs> nobody's there i'm like checking my door and i'm <laughs> oh, nobody's here. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Like, because I also don't want people to think I'm just sleeping on the job. <laughs> but I kind of am. <laughs> um, but I'm, aren't you allowed to? You like they you sent are. you to your trailer. It's totally fine. They sent you, but they don't tell you like how long it's going to be because they don't know. Like, they just they're like, we don't need you here right now. I have a question. Um, yeah. Do you have trouble being at rest in general? Yeah, I do. I'm really bad at like giving myself permission to be on like vacay mode. Like it's, mm. especially when I would go surfing actually in the very beginning, um, a couple years ago, I, it was hard for me to be at the beach, like just be at the beach most of the day. Yeah. I would feel like, Oh, I need to be back home. I need to be doing something. Like I need to take care of dream or I need to like do some other random stuff. Granted, she's fine. Like <laughs> nothing's yeah. wrong. She's cool. Um, I think, um, I've been very lucky to be surrounded by people on set who are very good at relaxing and who take their relaxation seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really encouraged me to kind of do that. And recently it's gotten a little bit easier and like, um, but it, it I sometimes I do have to feel like, oh, I have to feel validated by whatever activity it is. Like the walk. Yeah. Is also exercise. Like it's not just you're doing a walk. something. Like, exactly, it's still productive. Yeah. Um, and I have to get better at just like letting myself be and enjoy some time. And I mean, even watching TV as an actor is like, well, I'm kind of researching in a way. Like I'm exploring different random shows, and or TV or movies, whatever. And yeah. I'm like clocking in different things. And um, yeah, it's it's so important, I think, to learn that lesson of how to relax and enjoy and be present um i'm still figuring that out so it's a journey um, it's a journey it's never over i think and i don't and i don't know if i have a feeling you might relate to this just because we have such similar backgrounds with our parents at least just with our moms but i for sure i i can relate to you in the sense that it's hard to rest and i've been Listening to a lot of folks talk about this, whether it's online or, you know, books or talking to my girlfriend or friends, whatever. But like something I've I've uh, come to realize is that I think for me, 
not being able to rest or at least self care too in that in that point too self care i have a hard time doing that because no one taught me how to take care of my emotions yeah you know? yeah i mean that was a thing for definitely for me i mean i think in my family i was definitely the most emotional quote unquote i guess let's call um, it expressive because i think expressive. that's you were just well, expressing would, yourself i mean you they know? would call me emotional because their emotions i mean they would have emotions but they were like um a lot of it was so suppressed for them because that's how they were raised and um i think it took a long time for me to, I think it, it, it's all intertwined too with that whole empath thing that mm-hmm. I think I experience a lot with my family. Um, just sorting out what the feelings were and where they were coming from and um, how do you deal with them? Because, um, uh, yeah, in my family, um, in extended family too, like a lot of the time you were angry at someone, you just ignored them. Like, that's how you dealt with that. You just ignored them for a good amount of time until maybe eventually one day you talked to each other. For like years, I had like aunts and uncles and people would do this. I was like, why would... And as as I grew older, I was like, well, that's not the healthiest way of dealing with that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, but I was so lucky to be, um, to see that there were other ways of dealing with um, your emotions. And I I got a therapist at the end of, uh, well, the end of 2020, really, because uh, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety. Um, I was getting a, I was booking a bunch of jobs. It was fantastic, like, like a bunch of commercials and stuff, and it was amazing. But I was also gaining a lot of independence, and I don't think I felt really overwhelmed. Mm. And that was, I think, a time too where it was like I'm, I was starting to to only have to focus on me, and yeah. I didn't know how to do that. Like, <laughs> like I'm still learning that lesson right now. Um, but like, I, it was really bad. I was having like, I think I had an anxiety attack for like a month about like, it was, I couldn't breathe. And, um, at first I thought it was COVID, of course. (laughs) Um, and I also have asthma. So I was like, maybe it's asthma. And then I went to the doctor and they're like, no, it's anxiety. And, um, so I got a therapist and, um, I think even now, like my mom has this idea of like, you know, okay, fix the problem and then you're done with therapy. Like, that's it. Like, mm. <laughs> and like, there's wow, no like, how wrong is that? <laughs> it's like, no, this is a like constant checkup kind of thing that you got to do. Um, and yeah, I mean, I encouraged her. I was like, there's so much that you can work through if you just, you know, go to therapy, talk to somebody outside of yourself who's like, um, objective and, uh, hopefully, kind and not gonna i will say i had one bad instance recently with a therapist because i had switched um okay oh i hate when that happens my therapist oh my gosh they like inserted their political point of view into our therapy excuse me i was like okay so we're done like i'm just never gonna come back thank you have a great day exactly like Cool, cool, cool. Have a good life. Um, Ugh, but, that's so gross. I don't even care what their political belief is. It's like you no. don't do that as a therapist. No, no, no. Your job is to help me figure out what I'm feeling, not what you're feeling. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Um, exactly. Um, but yeah, I know I learned so much about like compartmentalizing and 
um, and just sorting out through my anxious thoughts that I was going through and what's true and it's not necessarily true in my head. Um, yeah, I've had great therapists and then I had the one bad therapist and mm. now I'm on the hunt for another therapist. But um, I, oh my gosh, especially in like Latin households, I feel like yeah, it's just such a thing that we're only beginning to like learn. And I just can't imagine how much it like would level up the entire like community mm. if everybody got a therapist and was like, willing to listen to what's going on in their head for a few minutes mm -hmm. and um and just process like it's okay to take time to do that mm -hmm. um i wish i hope my mom eventually goes to a therapist granted she's doing great right now so probably not gonna happen in the near future yeah. but like but um yeah you get you can't wait until like everything's falling apart to go to a therapist like, no it's you just can. not I mean, you can, and then it's just really, it's a hard road. Like, mm -hmm. it's a much harder road than if you'd just gone sooner when everything was chill and, like, you weren't going, you know, losing it too much. It's yeah. uh, it's just so helpful to have somebody to talk to. And um, yeah, I've learned so much in therapy. And journaling is fantastic. And um, it got, I have so many journals. Oh, my gosh. I'm like... I'm really bad with journals. Like I'm obsessed with stationery in general. So yeah. it's like, I love stationery. I have like a weird thing with stationery. Dude, right um, on. Like, like you walk into Staples or Office and, Depot and you're just like, yes, oh. I browse for like an hour. Like it's we, really bad. Like if I'm just walking. Can we go to the pen walking, aisle, please? Oh, exactly. Pen like aisle. pen, do they have stickers? Like, yes. Oh, hell yeah. I'm such a, oh my gosh. It's really, it's very strange. That and like, I love tarot also. I Stephanie just got into it. I, I watched Do you want a reading? I'm, I, I feel like I'm plugging oh her gosh, in. She's not, please. she doesn't do professional please. readings. She does not. No, she just started doing it. She did it to me. She read something for me and I put my intention out there and she, and she set the cards up. She let me do it. Like cut the deck, flip the cards. It was the eeriest reading ever. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. It was eerie. So I mean, if, you're, if you're interested, let yeah, me know and I'll talk to her. See, I I, I'm sorry for plugging you. I just think you're good at <laughs> stuff. All right. Uh. <laughs> oh my no, I, I love tarot so much. And it's also like, I think it kind of started out as like an affirmational kind of thing for me. Like it was mm -hmm. like, I go and watch stuff on YouTube, just random tarot readings for my sign. I'm Capricorn. Hey. Um, uh, but, but yeah, I go watch and then they would just say such great things that could happen to you. I was like, Oh, this is great. I love this world where all these things could happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then I got my own deck of tarot cards and, oh. um, which I guess technically you're not supposed to do. Supposedly it's actually really bad luck. Really? <laughs> Wait, how are you supposed to get, is someone supposed to give someone's you a deck? Someone's supposed to gift them. Yeah. Someone's <sighs> supposed to gift them to you. Um, but I knew exactly which ones I wanted. So I went out and got them. You gifted <laughs> like, it to yourself. Exactly. Thank like, you, me. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm still learning tarot. And um, I have another friend who also, she loves tarot. She's the one who got me into it. So I was like, but I'm so glad that Stephanie does it too. I got to like, I got to get a reading. And that sounds like so much fun. And this isn't a plug at all. But uh, if you're, if, if you want to, after we're done recording, I can uh, refer you to uh, a great uh, group practice. If you're looking for a therapist, they do tele, yeah. tele, uh, telehealth. Also, I'll, I don't, 
I don't know if if I should. I'll I'll tell you afterwards if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll no, it's fine. Afterwards. You can tell me after. You don't tell me on on the air. Right on now. air, or not. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But uh, but <laughs> I don't know. Like going to this one therapist. Office. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're not going there anymore to that other therapist you went to. That's that's no more. No, we're not doing that ever again. I didn't even want to leave her a bad review. I just was like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm in shock. Oh. Like. It was so weird. Like your review should literally just be they shared their political views during our session. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that's what they did. Dude, because Stephanie's a therapist, she like I get to see certain things that therapists are involved with and they have a magazine that's like, you know, it tells them, you know, I don't know. Honestly, the only thing I know that's in this in this uh, magazine for therapists is basically the obituary of the careers of certain therapists who did things that were unethical and got fired. I believe that. I believe that. That's really crazy. But I believe that. I, that's hilarious. Because come on, man. You can't be sharing your political beliefs no, if you're a therapist. You but some people really do take – they take being a therapist like – for granted or something like take advantage of it in a way and take advantage of their clients. Luckily I had been through quite a few before that and not because I didn't like them. They just, for whatever reason, kept leaving the place where I was. And I was like, am I ruining these therapists lives? Am I the problem? (laughs) Am I the problem? Because (laughs) I've been through three therapists in one year. Like what's going on? Um, but I hope that they continue therapy wherever they went. Um, but, best to uh, them. Best wishes. They were, exactly. Best wishes. They were so fantastic. I was so lucky to have so many great therapists. And then I had the one bad one. Um, yeah. But thank well, God, you know. Hopefully after this, we'll work. find you a good therapist. Because that's yes. important. Yes. It's very important. For sure. For sure. Okay. So if you don't mind, I'm going to take this to the final segment of the podcast. Because the podcast okay. does have... Uh, one actual segment that I've just I've just been loving doing, uh, and I feel. Do you are do you know of Inside the Actor Studio? I do know Inside the Actor Studio. I watched a bunch of those in high school. Oh my gosh! Wonderful. Well, then you'll be very familiar with this segment. I am. I was always a big fan of Inside the Actor Studio, and I love the ten questions that James Lipton would ask the, the yes. guest oh at the end God, of our I interview. Feel so special that I'm being asked these questions. This Hell is awesome. Yes. Oh. Oh. Cool. Right on. So yeah, uh, ten questions. Uh, answer it at your own pace. Uh, let's okay, see. Thank God, because like speed rounds are not good for me. <laughs> oh no, 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 dude! If you watch Inside the Actors at Inside the Actors Studio and you watch the last ten questions, it's all edited quickly. Yeah, it's super fast. It's super, super fast. That's why I freaked out. But thank you for that. Oh, heck yeah. Please take your time. (laughs) All right. Here we are then. Are you ready, Stephanie? I am ready. Question number one. What is your favorite word? My favorite word? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, Plethora is right now is my favorite word in this moment. Nice. Mm-hmm. What is your least favorite word? Mm-hmm. Least favorite word. Mm. Gosh. What is my least favorite word? 
Oh, I mean, I love so many words. They're all so great. I'm such a words person. Um, I will say hypocrite. Mm. I don't, I think I don't. And in Spanish, it's like something about it just feels really like. Hypocrita. Yeah, like this sounds really insulting because it is. Um, but like, yeah. yeah, it's kind of a mean word. But anyway, yeah. All right. What turns you on? What makes you happy? Um, um, dancing. Mm. Yeah. And dancing with people specifically, like just having a good time dancing. Nice. What turns you off? What makes you unhappy? Mm, I, I guess I'll say a scenario. I think when people are just, constantly closed off and kind of like debating in a weird way for like just to debate like i hate mm. that i hate that vibe that's so ugh. <laughs> <laughs> all right next question what sound or noise do you love oh gosh that's a great question <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh gosh, I think I almost, I almost want to say like the wind, but like when you're in a car, Mm. like the breeze that's like coming through, it's a feeling and a sound. I don't know how to describe that, but yeah, that, that, and like, I love the sound on airplanes. It puts me to sleep right away. I don't know what it is. It puts me to sleep immediately. Like it's fantastic. I'm just immediately calm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What sound or noise do you hate? Uh, (laughs) I had something come up immediately and I was like, Stephanie, you are traumatized. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really funny. I'll say it. I'll say it because it's very funny and I only realized it recently. Um, I will say the sound of a belt buckle. Ooh. Um, but I only realized it recently because I went to pull a belt out of my closet and Dream got really excited because she thought it was her leash. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow, the difference that we have between the two of us, like, history-wise. Aww. But, like, yeah, no, I don't like that sound. don't like it. Don't All like right. sound. Yeah. <laughs> We're diving deep right now. We're diving very deep into Stephanie's back. And that's the good stuff. Don't worry. You're in yep. a safe space. Yep. I'm, yep, yep. You know, no judgment at all. Yeah. Acceptance. We see you. I see you. Thank you. Hell yeah. You. Here's next, the next question. Hopefully not too hard. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Ooh. Uh, probably shit. Probably shit. Yeah. Or fuck. It's one of those two. For sure. <laughs> What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, God. I've wrestled this question many times <laughs> um, <laughs> um, because I almost quit acting two months before I booked this job that I got. Um, wow, that's a whole yeah, other it was, story. It is a whole other story. But I was like, I think that day I realized I was like, there's nothing else I can do. I'm just stuck being an actor. This is it. Like, I want to be an actor. 
and acting gives me the opportunity to do so much. Um, I guess, I mean, I, if I had to, maybe I would be like some kind of, uh, maybe like an arts camp director or something that maybe would be fun. Yeah. That might be fun. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to do that anyway, like in addition to acting, like eventually build like an arts camp for, um, like kid, like underprivileged kids, maybe like it'd be totally free. That would be really fun. I think. And crazy. (laughs) Stephanie Hostin's Broadway camp in Van Nuys. You know what I mean? Exactly. In Van Nuys. Yeah. Here we are. It's over on Coldwater actually (laughs) by the Jack in the box. (laughs) Next to the DMV, yep. dude. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> right on. Yeah. What, what profession would you not like to do? Anything in the food industry. I got yelled at at oh. the beginning when I was like 12, working at my uncle's fat burger, actually. Um, it was very illegal. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> That's called but child like, labor. It's called child labor. <laughs> I definitely had to hide from like... <laughs> whoever was checking in on labor stuff that day because they literally like the government came and they were like Steph go in the freezer I was like okay I was like 12 years old hiding in the freezer it was so hilarious Uh, (laughs) the look on your face is not hilarious but the experience I I had was really funny no (laughs) I'm in I'm in awe just imagining that play out in my mind just being like Stephanie you gotta hide in the freezer why the people from the state are coming you gotta hide real quick you're not allowed to be here dude please go hide, please go hide. um yeah i know some guy got really pissed off at me because i wasn't putting the mayo on his burger fast enough i was like okay i'm 12 and it was like dude my first day. exactly it was like my first day and then after that i was like never working in food ever again and um yeah i didn't <laughs> If you ever make a movie or TV series about your life, I can't wait for that scene. I cannot wait for that scene. Hilarious. It is hilarious. They literally were like, Steph, go hide in the freezer. Oh, God. And I did. I did. Okay. (laughs) It wasn't too long. They left pretty fast. Like. You know, it it kind of it, it doesn't take too long to see if there's children working in a restaurant. You know, you just yeah, take a quick yeah, glance. yeah, just checking everything out real quick. You know, <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, all yeah, right. That's what, I, that's what I would hate to do. And final question: oh. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Hmm. I'm proud of you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, most of my life I've spent like trying to be perfect. And I think only recently I've been like, I don't have to do that. Like we don't, that's not just live. It's okay. You can make mistakes, but that would be a great thing to hear at the end of the day. End of my life. (laughs) 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 well hey at the end of this podcast i'm very very thankful and very proud of how much you shared uh i probably overshared but that's fine are you kidding me i i i I, since day one i called this podcast my cheap therapy like you had your journals i had my podcast where i would just speak into the microphone and sometimes even cry 
So yeah. this this show, this space is not uh, is not a stranger to those feelings. So no worries at all. Um, but now that we got to the end, you did the questions. We had a good conversation. Now I, I want to give you the floor if you want to like share anything you want folks listening to go check out of yours or if like anything you're doing or have done anything you want to share. The floor is yours. Sure. Um, I I mean, I mean, my Instagram will probably be in the notes, but I have an Instagram. It's just my name, Stephanie.Austin. Um, but I did want to share like just the idea that, you know, whoever is out there listening, um, that they can do whatever they want. Like I, I literally in 2020 wrote a note to myself in my phone that I was so excited to be working at Warner brothers, making money, working with other people who were inspiring me. And literally almost a little bit more than a year later, I booked a show that was working at Warner Brothers and I was working with incredible people. Like it can happen and um, you just have to start working towards doing it and that's it. Yeah. And that's it. Yes, it can happen. Hey, well, thanks so much for, for being here, Stephanie. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Stephen. Thank you for asking me. I felt so special. Thank you very oh, much. Are you kidding me? I felt all my friends saying yes to me. I feel special. I feel like the richest man in the world, honestly, because I call it what you will. This is my my uh, my way of connecting with people, you know, because for me, if, if I may be vulnerable with you, you know, I uh I've always had this curiosity and fascination with people. Always have. I love talking with people. I love getting to know people. And honestly, I think that stems from childhood trauma and like not <laughs> being or not because what I heard is like, like, oh, are you someone who likes to have deep conversations? Yeah. Oh, well, that means that you didn't have real connection as a child. So you crave it. And that's why you like deep conversations and don't like small talk. And I'm, I'm just stumped. Like, well... You're not wrong. Like. So, I mean, this is this is literally a way for me to just feed my soul and also to to listen to my friends' stories and listen to their experiences. Get like I'm getting to know friends at a like you now included, getting to know friends at such a deep level that uh unless we're sitting somewhere at a bar or something or I don't know if like that's even done anymore where you just sit and talk, but we don't sit and talk anymore. We don't take time to just talk about these thoughts, yeah. these feelings, listen yeah. to each other, you know, feel the nuances of people, you know? Yes, exactly. I mean, I've been really lucky that um, everybody on my set and that's, I guess, why we're so close is like I've had those opportunities where we're kind of forced to just kind of sit and talk about life and, be honest about those things granted they're all actors so it's a lot easier but like mm -hmm. um it's so important to do that and just whether it stems from childhood trauma or not you know it feels good to do and um yeah you know it's it those are the best conversations to have i think and then you stumble into the funny stuff too and the silly oh, and whatever yeah. you know and um it's just it's nice humans are great they're great they're great to interact with <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, yeah. let's see. I'm going to go over here and just. That was episode 50. We got to the end. Wow. You made it. 
you made it to the end uh and honestly uh stephanie and i actually we spoke more after recording uh some stuff that you're not you're not supposed to hear right now but maybe next time you'll hear it uh when she comes back to the show because again like all my guests just a great time uh, i hope you enjoyed uh home joined the show if you are curious about stephanie hostin and what she is up to today go check out her instagram that's stephanie.hostin link will be in the description uh, and, and don't forget, you can follow my stuff. Again, it's like a game. Stephen Brogan Cortez, the way it sounds. Go search it up on Instagram. I'm there. Search it up on YouTube. I'm there. Search it up on Apple Podcasts. I'm there. Search it up on Twitch. I'm there. Search it up on OnlyFans. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I got excited. I see you, baby, man. Now, my PDs aren't there yet. But, uh, but yeah, oh, most importantly, don't forget. Don't forget. You're enough. You're more than enough. It is crazy how enough you are. Okay, bye.